Okay, we are in Sefer Yechezkel, Perek Lamed Vav, Pasuk Aleph, Vata Ben Adam, Hinovei El Hare Yisrael. And finally, as promised at long last, after many prakim of dire, devastating, doomsday, death predictions of corpses littering the terrain of Eretz Yisrael, we come to now the promised Nechama, the prophecies of consolation. <coughs> and so, of course, the Lamed Vav is divided into two separate prophecies. We'll only do one today. Uh, on a personal note, I'm very partial to the second one, since that is my Bar Mitzvah Mafkir. So we begin with Lamed Vav, and let's just say as introduction, we saw that in the last parak, Lamed Hay, the prophecy was against Har Seir, the mountains of Seir. And so now, to balance the symmetry, the prophecies of consolation are directed to the mountains of Yisrael, the great mountains we debate whether they are the highest mountains in the region. Some say yes, some say no, but they are no doubt symbolic of the greatness of Eretz Yisrael. And so the Kaddish Baruch Hu is saying through Yechezkel that after all these centuries of nations coveting, plotting to get control of those mountains and that land of Israel, to get it as their own nachala, and what you went through, you went through in humiliation and suffering and persecution, now they are yours, they will blossom as never before, and in achris hayomim, the end of days, you will never depart from them. They are yours. People trying to grab your nachala, those days will have in fact ended. So let's begin with prophesy El Hare Yisrael, Amarta Hare Yisrael, Shimudvar Hashem. Listen, O mountains of Israel, to the words of uh, the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And as the Radak points out, that because, as we've said, the prophecy was against the mountains of Seir. This one is for the mountains of Israel. Because the enemy has said about you, Ha'och. Ha'och, we know, is a guttural sound for the cheer of hurrah, that yes, this is what we wanted. The times that all the nations of the world said these heights, these mountains, are going to be our marasha. We're going to own them. Therefore prophesy and say, Thus says the Kaddish Baruch Yan, beyond, because time and time again, Shamos Vishaf Eschemi Saviv, they have surrounded you. There was a show off, there was a craving, 
a desire from the other nations of the world, from all those around you, for you, uh, for the you, the mountains, to become a heritage to them. And so what they did in furtherance of this nation, you were on the subject of every lips of every other nation for disparagement. They cursed you. They stood around waiting for you to fail. And when you did fail, it was a day of joy for them because they were waiting for possession of that land. Says the Navi, Hare Israel Shimudvar Hashem Elohim. Listen, you mountains of Israel. Koamar Shem Elohim Laharim Ulagvaot Ulaafikim to the mountains and valleys and streams, Ulagvaot, the ravines, Ulacharavot Hashmamot, and those destroyed cities, Ularim and Ezavot, and those abandoned cities that have been abandoned by conquest and punishment and devastation. They will plunder. So, you know, it's interesting that he talks about the mountains of Israel being a heritage for the whole, for all peoples, that the United Nations in 47, 48 wanted Jerusalem to be an international city, not Israeli. Right, right? exactly. And, and to this day, Israel's claim there's the Jewish state's claim to... Right, and the Mephoshim wonder. It's a little strip of land. Yeah. Why does every nation in the world want it? Want is, it's a mystical kind of thing that they must have that land. And it made you lavaz and lalag. You were a subject of humiliation and, and, and um, just sarcasm. The Shevetagoyim for the rest of the Goyim, Hashem Yisabim, that are around you. Uh, and Pasuk Dalad, Lachain Horei Yisrael Shimu, that you will be like Vaot Lapikim. There is a fascinating debate in Sanhedrin. Daf Sadihei Amud Aleph, where Tanoim argue, how do we know when Mashiach is coming? Are, are there any sure signs we must look for? Let me read you Rav Abba, who says, There is no clearer indication that the end of days is coming, the Messiah is coming, than this Pasuk. And this Pasuk is the Pasuk we just read. You mountains of Israel, set forth your branches who bear your fruit, for my people of Israel are about to come. Says Rev Ami, this is the sign. You need no clearer sign than this. Why? Because it is the resumption that fruit will grow, that the trees will blossom. And continue the Mepharshim, it's, it's fascinating that if you look at the history of Israel through those centuries where they were occupied, they couldn't get it cultivated. There were many years where there was no fruit, there was no produce, and certainly when there was, it wasn't the equivalent. In other words, there's something mystically miraculous about the produce of Israel. 
And this indicates the beginning, this hustle. And you want a sign? This is the sign of the Mashiach. Lachain. Koamar. I have acquired it with the flame of my vengeance. I direct to the remnants of the Goyim, Edom Kula, and to the land of Edom. Who stood around just coveting my nation as their Morasha. With the joy of heart, when Israel was destroyed, there were no happier nations than these nations that, that wanted it destroyed. Sometimes they wanted it destroyed, say the Maporshim, more than they even wanted to possess it. Uh, and there, every heart sought so that they would be lowered, they would be plundered, they stood around in joy, waiting. Billy, so when the Israelis turned over Gaza to the Palestinians, what did they do? They destroyed it. Right. <laughs> Good example. But was Gaza, interesting, that you can argue whether Gaza was a part of Israel, but... Um, it, may yeah. original, it may not be original, original. Right. Right. That may have been the original Philistines. But right. But yeah, they, they left all the garden and gardens. They left That's all right. the flourishing land, the uh, greenhouses That's they right. left, and they destroyed them. Yeah. I mean, I know a person that financed that they'd be safe for them. They, they restored them, financed them. They came in, they absolutely broke the glass, uprooted the plants. L'chein, Pasuk Vav, now preach to the land of Israel. Say to the mountains, the valleys, the streams, the ravines. Because of my anger and my desire for revenge, I will avenge the busha, the. Um, <coughs> humiliations that all these other nations gave you. I will raise my hand They will carry the busha they inflicted on you will be inflicted on them. And you, Hore Israel, you, the mountains of Israel, I will give you your branches, will burst forth. Your fruits you will be laden with, Israel, to my people. It's coming now. The time is nearing. I am upon you. Uponisi alechem, I have turned to you. Naavatem vinizartem. I will see that the land is tilled, the land will be seeded, it will give forth of the magnificent fruits that is in its power. Vihirbesi alechem kol adam kobesi Israel kula. And more than that, I will populate the land once again with men. <clears throat> of all the house of Israel. And when you say kol Beis Israel, you mean the 10 tribes 
as well as Yehuda. They will all come back to dwell on the land. And you will build those destroyed, destructed cities from anew. Not only will I populate man, but animal. The Ravu Uparu, they will multiply. I will restore you on the land as days of old. It will be better than it ever was in the glory days of David and Shlomo. This will be better. And you will know that I am the Kaddish Baruch Israel. I will bring man again to my people of Israel, bring all the people, the Yerusha, you will inherit it, but this time, the you will have it as your Nachala, the Lososit Od Lashaklam. And you will not be bereaved of it again. In other words, I am promising you, you are there forever. You will not be dispossessed. Because people have said to denigrate the land. In fact, we remember the Maraglin say, it's a land that consume its inhabitants. And that was a mythology. Well, not a mythology. That was what they always said to denigrate. It's a land that eats its people. Look what it did to the Canaanites. Look what it did to the Plishim. No one can survive there. Moreover, some of Forsham say this is used as a reference. Uh, this is used as a reference to the blood libels, that what they did was they persecuted them for the alleged use of children's blood for matzah, something that's haunted us down for generations. That was what Eretz Ochelet Yoshrecha means. That was the, the blood libel that has haunted us for thousands of years. And there, you will not be bereaved. Because they say this, you consume your own people. They will not be consumed. People will not. You will be on the land permanently. You will not be bereaved. We will hear no longer the inflicted humiliations of the Goyim, the Cherpas Amim, the Busha that they inflicted on you. Lo to see, oh, you will not bear again the Goyayach, your nation, Lo you will not be um, bereaved. In other words, you are here to stay. Noom Hashem Elohim. Thus saith. So. The question is why, like why, why after exiling B'nai Israel, and then it, apparently for some reason now I'm going to demonstrate that I have the power as Hashem to put them back, but why? <laughs> Mashiach, it's not now. Right. It hasn't happened even, yeah. but it's the Mashiach. It's the promise that we believe in the Messiah coming. 
It's what we hold on to. And when it does come, this is what the but, end but, but the question is why. Like, what's happening? What's going to happen? I mean, there's a, if, you, if you're waiting for an epiphany, let's say, where everyone recognizes that you have to observe the Torah and all non-Jews recognize the primacy of the Jews or the Torah, you know, that's not, doesn't look like that's happening anytime soon. Very good, but that's one way. The Mephoshim say there's a second way. The second way is that it is going to happen at an appointed time of the Kodesh Baruch Hu, not ours, it's going to happen regardless of your state of righteousness or lack of it. In other words, there's a day existing in Kaviyach or the Kodesh Baruch Hu's mind where that Mashiach will come, whether you deserve it or not. Preferentially, we should work to deserve it, but it's going to happen. So, but but to, what, to what end? So what has all this been for? What is all the exile and suffering yeah. What's all that for if there's just going to be a time when you just go back and that's it? The Mashiach comes and that's over. I don't know if I'm the right person to answer that. No, Mr. But it, it's true. It can happen either way. Preferentially, as I say, it should happen when B'nai comes back. There's that Medrash that says if all the Jews of the world keep two Shabbosim, just observe two Shabbosim, the Mashiach will come. But then there are those that say, if we don't, it's going to come. It's going to come at the time, and we've got to believe that it's going to come. And what it's saying here that is novel, you will be on the land never to depart from it again. And so in Yitzh Hashem, tomorrow, 8.45, my favorite Navur, my mafter that we read on Parshas Parah, 8.45 a.m., you'll not want to miss it. I'd try.